listening to the Writerly Bites podcast, where you'll get bite-sized tips for making your writing and your writing life better. I'm Blair Hurley, and I'm a novelist and creative writing instructor. You can find more about me at BlairHurley.com and on Twitter at bhurley. You can follow news about the podcast on Twitter at Writerly Bites. This week's writing tip is more on the nuts and bolts side of things, and it's respect your work and organize it. I've met so many incredibly talented, focused, dedicated writers in the classes I've taught over the years. Most of them have day jobs outside their writing in which they juggle huge responsibilities and complex challenges with ease and aplomb. I'm in awe of the students busily producing novels while going to school full-time or managing challenging careers. I always like to talk about how I manage my work and my workspace, because to me, transparency about the process is crucial, and also interesting to hear how other writers get things done. And I often hear that my writing students, while managing jobs and family and myriad other complex systems in their lives, don't have any kind of system of organizing their writing. They have loose fragments sandwiched in notebooks between grocery lists, or hidden little folders buried on their computers with a dozen files and versions of each chapter floating around haphazardly. I'm not trying to judge anyone who does this and makes it work, but I think there's something deeper going on here than a simple lack of interest in organization. It always seems to me that because these fledgling writers don't yet value their writing, they don't spend the time keeping it clean, organized, efficient, and ready for use. But writers, it is time to value your writing and think seriously about the best ways to maximize your creative work. Think about a good cook who keeps the most used tools ready to hand, the spices all visible, the knives well sharpened and all in their place. It's a pleasure to cook in a kitchen like that, with everything ready, everything close to hand. Yes, there are chefs who make masterful meals without that kind of organization, and there are plenty of writers who produce amazing works without organization. But if you're finding that your work is everywhere, you can't remember which version of your novel has the latest changes in it, you've got years-old stories mingling with the newest stuff, and you're sick of it, then it's time to make a change. To mise en place your writing, and respect it for the serious work it is. There are plenty of different systems that could work for you. The key is to choose a system and then stick to it. I recommend having a dedicated folder for a novel project, with a folder within that for research, and only one master version of each chapter of a novel. Quickly purge any other alternative documents floating around, or if you're not sure, make a graveyard document where files can go to die. You can choose to resurrect things from there anytime you like. It's right there, but believe me, you won't. For short stories or shorter works, only keep the projects that are currently in progress in your working folder. Any projects that didn't pan out or you just don't feel the spark with anymore, put in an archives folder. Be ruthless and send things to the archives regularly, at least once every few months. Keeping your writing folder clean and clear is like keeping a tidy creative corner of your mind, with only the pressing projects taking up space, asking questions of you, and making demands. How do you mise en place your writing? I'd love to hear your systems for keeping your writing in order. Reply to at Writerly Bites on Twitter with your favorite tips for staying organized, and I'll be sure to highlight any I see on the show. This week's reading recommendation is All My Puny Sorrows by Miriam Taves. I've read a few of Miriam Taves' books now, and each one delights and devastates me in different ways. Uh, I absolutely adore her most recent 
sure to be a classic women talking, but that book made me pick up her older book, All My Puny Sorrows, and I loved this one as well. It's absolutely painful to read, I will say. It's about a devastating case of a sister, a pair of sisters, and one of them is suffering from very serious suicidal depression. It's about their relationship and the ways that even when wrestling with this terrible affliction, the daughters, the sisters, manage to have a sense of humor about things. There's a, There are laugh-out-loud moments in this most tragic of books, and I'm just so impressed by the way Miriam Taves is able to blend that humor and sadness with a sense of the shattering weight of living in the world and loving people who are deeply broken in some ways, and yet also are beautiful and human and very much alive. It's uh, a tour de force of character development and developing relationships that you won't easily forget. Thanks for listening. The Writerly Bites podcast will be back with micro tips to make your writing better. It's produced by me, Blair Hurley. Please write and review us on Apple Podcasts and visit the website at writerlybites.com. Email me at writerlybitespodcast at gmail.com with your favorite tips or questions about the writing life, which I'd love to tackle in future episodes.